اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم لا الہ الا اللہ محمد الرسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم I greet you my brothers and other sisters as well and sisters too with the most beautiful greeting the greeting that was used by all the messengers of Allah whether it was Isa alayhi salam he would say shalom or Musa alayhi salam they would say shalom I greet you with the greeting that was used by the messengers of peace assalamu alaikum it's greetings of peace my brothers greetings of great peace that's what it is peace salam is a state of being it's a way of being it's a way of living it's a state of experiencing life and there's been just one message from the beginning of time that has continued and has come through our beautiful way of Islam through the beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam it's a way of salam there is no other way there is no other solution there's no solution that can be achieved through the mind no solution the mind is the place where shaitan operates he will through your mind tell you it's a good idea to get worried to get affected to feel threatened to behave badly hurt yourself hurt one another because all sin come from a state when we are not in salam the quran says that it is allah it first begins to say that it is shaitan that threatens you with insecurity and causes you to behave in ways unseemly shaitan threatens you with insecurity and poverty and causes you to behave in ways unseemly you want to rob you want to cheat you want to look after yourself only not worried about anybody else it is shaitan who threatens you with insecurity poverty and with causing you insecurity causing you to behave in ways unseemly the verse goes on to say that it is allah who offers you his forgiveness offers you his abundance and offers you his prosperity See, this is what Allah wants for us. So, salam is the solution to all our problems. There is no problem that salam cannot solve. Now, we don't understand this. We think actions sort out our problem. We need to do something. It's going to sort out our problem. We need to have something like money. If I have money, all my problems will be sorted out. If I have a man or woman who respects me, all my problems will so- be sorted out. If I have a job, you know, all my problems will be sorted out. My children only listen to me, all my problems will be... If I got this disease cured in my body, all my problems will be sorted. I tell you, that is a lie. That is a lie. For you need nothing to change to access Allah and His love, His compassion, His mercy and His support. This is the lie of shaitan that I am telling you about. That I travel the country. This is my 48th lecture. 48th Jummah lecture, Alhamdulillah. Sharing the message of Salam, Iman and Dua. There is so much of information on Islam, brothers and sisters, but very little information on Salam which our deen is deen islam from the root word salam it's a way of being it's a way of living it's not a way of thinking and a way of doing and a way of having it is a way of being salam very little information on salam out there today very little information on iman out there today and very little information on dua out there today and this is very important very important the quran says iman Righteous deeds and Iman 
will bring you bliss in this world and return you to the garden. And it speaks of men and women. It says that Iman is very important. Iman is actually the first pillar. The shahada. The first pillar of Islam is Iman. Yet I find that there is little focus on Iman. Very little focus. And it's sad. Because Iman is such an important aspect of being and living and of deen. The Quran tells us that the Bedouin Arabs would say that we are Muslims. We are among those who have submitted our will to the will of Allah. And the Quran responds and says, Yes, you are among those who have submitted your will to the will of Allah. But Iman has not entered into your hearts. The Quran distinguishes between Islam and Iman. Asalamna and Iman is two different things. And it tells us that those who do not have Iman... It is an illusion for them. It's like them going into the desert and seeing a mirage. Something that's not there but you think it's there. You think it's water. When you grab onto it, there's nothing but sand. So Iman is extremely important in Islam. And there's very little focus given to Iman. See? Dua is also very important. Dua is the greatest gift given to humanity by our Creator Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you only knew... The thing is, we don't know that we don't know. We don't know that we don't know. But we think we know. A very dangerous place to be, brothers and sisters. Very dangerous place to be. When you think you know all that there is to know, you think you're on the right path, you're carrying on, very happy with yourself, but not knowing that you don't know. And what's, what's there waiting for you? The gifts of Allah. I bring you glad tidings. Glad tidings. The Quran says this is a book of glad tidings. The Quran does not threaten any human being. Never. The prophets never ever threatened anybody. You never need live in fear of Allah. You need to live in the love and compassion of Allah. Recognizing that He is your Rabb. Always loving, al-wadud, compassionate, merciful. He's a protector, provider. He's the one that has lovingly called us forth. You and I exist right here in this moment. What a gift it is to be. What a gift it is to be alive, to see in color vision, to hear in stereo, to smell and taste the lovely foods that we have, to have six or eight taste buds, whatever it is. Allah has loved us into being. Loved us into being. A gift to be, yet we know not. We live and act in a state of a trance. Satanic trance we live in. That the communities that we come from, our schools, universities, do not teach us about Iman. Even sadly, some of our ulums don't even teach us about Iman. Very sad, brothers and sisters. Very sad. We are in a trance. That you get up in the morning, you go through the day without an awareness of Allah. Without the awareness of His love and compassion for you. Without the awareness of the gift that He has given you. We go through the day without being in recognition of the greatness of Allah. We go through the day, yes, eking out an existence. Something in this world I need. I must get it. When I get it, I'll be okay. This is the satanic lie that has been spoken by shaitan. Who whispers into the hearts and minds of men and women. This is what the Quran cautions us. The Quran does not threaten us. The Quran cautions us. It's a very big difference. Caution is telling you be, be aware. Not even beware, but be aware that there is one. When humanity was created and Allah marveled at his creation in the Quran, more than one or two times Allah speaks of 
telling the angels and the rest of creation to bow down in front of man, in front of humanity. When Allah created humanity, He asked the angels and the rest of creation to bow down in honor. You and I are amazing beings. Quran says, you have been created in the molds, the best of molds. Quran says Allah gave to humanity His Spirit. That means within you and I, we have the Spirit of Allah breathed into us. Nowhere else in the Quran does it say Allah gave His blue Spirit into any other being. Do you know that? We are higher than the angels, so we have the Spirit of Allah. We have been given freedom of choice. Do you know what a gift that is? Choice. I can choose. I have chosen to travel to Cape Town. This is my 64th visit. I can sit in my room. I can carry on eking out an existence. But I choose to come here and give you a beautiful messing and a reminder of Iman and Dua and what power we have that we don't know that we have. And we are following the ways of the Kufar and the Mushrikeen and we don't know. We don't even know we're doing it. We don't know we're doing it. So we have choice Allah has given us. Allah has given us imagination. In fact, the Quran says, we have given the children of Adam gifts and favors that we have not given any other creation. So we go through the day without recognizing the greatness of Allah and His gift to us. We go through the day without recognizing how amazing each one of us are. In our schools, we are not taught about human beings are amazing creation. We got freedom of choice, we got intention, we got decision-making capacity, we got imagination, we got creativity. We are not taught how amazing we are. We are not taught. We are not taught of the greatness of Allah. We are not taught of the greatness of life, how important life is. What a gift it is to be alive and to enjoy life in a halal, enjoyable, fulfilling way that Allah has made halal for us. We don't know. We got a very serious problem. 30 to 50 years from now, if we don't wake up, our children and grandchildren will reach a point of perversion that you can't come back from. You can't come back from there. There are communities that the Quran speaks about that they were so misled, they get to a point where they destroy themselves. We are heading down a road. 30 to 50 years from now, our grandchildren will not be able to find a way. While we are busy chasing money and looking for security in the world, our children we are sacrificing and our grandchildren. And you will see things that you don't want to see if we carry on in this way. Until we teach the people about Salaam. Until we teach the people power of salam of the heart the Quran says on that day when people will return to Allah the day of judgment neither will your children nor your wealth avail thee only those who bring to Allah a purified heart nothing else they didn't say only those who act perfect and be perfect you know, those who bring to Allah a purified heart the Quran says more than a dozen times of the importance of the heart and purifying the heart we are dressing like Muslims, we are looking like Muslims, we are speaking like Muslims, we are acting like Muslims, but we are far from Mu'mins. True knowers. True knowers. Far from it. It's having an impact. We are getting more and more diseases in our bodies because we are not in a state of Salaam. Even scientists will tell you today, stress is a killer. Have you heard that? What's the opposite of stress? Salaam. So what is Salaam? If stress is the killer, what is Salaam? Salaam is the enhancer. See? We are not, we have been given the glorious Quran. Glorious Quran. We have been given, it says to us that this is a book that has come to purify the diseases of your heart. Quran has come to purify. 
And it gives us glad tidings. It tells us, Allah says in the glorious Quran, invoke me and I will surely respond. Invoke me and I will surely call upon me and I will answer your prayers. How can you? You busy in your mind. I know what the answer to my prayers is. I need more money. I need to change this. I need to change that. I must get lost in taking action. And then you fail to see the greatness of Allah. And you fail to see that He is here ever available waiting for you to recognize Him. But you can't recognize Him. Because you're depending on yourself. We've been trained to depend on ourselves. We're not trained to depend on Allah. We don't realize oxygen is given to us in this moment at this time. That we already exist. That Allah has already given us a mind. Already given us a heart. Already given us creativity. We are trying to provide for ourselves when we are actually provided for. How further away from the truth can we go? We are failing to recognize the greatness of Allah. We are failing to recognize the greatness of the human beings, you and I. Do you know Allah says in the Quran, He says, hold on to the rope I have given thee. Do not divide yourselves among yourselves. Do not divide yourself. Muslim world has got no leadership. No leadership. Muslim leaders are dividing congregations from one to other. Not all. They're dividing us. There's two billion Muslims on the planet. But powerless Muslims. Powerless. Two billion what are you complaining of? Two billion of us. But what? Not one movement to unite us. Dividing us among ourselves. Quran says do not divide among yourselves. Do not call one another unbelievers. Do not do that. It's bad for you if you do that. The ummah is very important. This is Masjid al-Ummah. It's community. We've got to learn to respect ourselves and one another even though if we don't like ourselves and one another. Even though we don't agree with ourselves and one another. We've got to learn to respect. Islam is the only deen that says every human being has rights and nobody can be disrespected. Not even the murderer can be disrespected. Not even the non-Muslim can be disrespected. Even the mushrikeen, those who associate partners with Allah can be disrespected. No human being can be disrespected in Islam. No, full stop. Do you know that? You can execute a punishment onto a criminal, but you can't disrespect him. Even a war criminal has to be treated with respect. Islam is the only deen that says the importance of humanity. Why? Because Allah marveled when he created us. Yes, we are gone astray. Shaitan has led us astray. He's making us believe that we need something from the created world to be okay so that you are forgetting about the creator of the created we are lost looking at the created we are mushrikeen sad to say firstly we are kuffar you know why we deny we deny kuffar means denier we deny the presence and the existence of the unseen we deny it you can't see it, so it doesn't exist. We'll just act like it doesn't exist. The Quran says to us, Surah Baqarah, this is a book of great guidance for those who are conscious of Allah, for those who believe in the unseen. First. Then, those who establish regular salah. Second. And those who have given of what we have given unto them. Belief in the unseen is extremely important. To live like the unseen is real is very important. That's what Iman is. Certitude in the unseen. But when we live 
We live like the unseen does not exist. Only what you can see exists and we want things from the world. If I have money, it will sort out all my problems. If I have a job, it sorts out my problems. If I have somebody to look after me, it sorts out my problems. If I look after everybody else, we are so fixated on the physical world, it's a big problem. The Prophet, I think, in Anhadith said, he knew that we will not associate partners with Allah in the traditional sense. We will not become idolaters. But we have associated partners with Allah because we turn to the created world. Ask any one of us, what do you think you need to sort your problems out? You'll get an answer of the created world. I need medicine. I need money. What? You, have, you already have Allah right here, right now. Because you can't see Him, because you can't hear Him, you deny His presence. You have Allah available to you right here, right now. But only if you begin to perceive Him, then He becomes accessible to you. The fact that you can't see Him does not mean that He does not exist. Allah is tangible. The Quran says, or the Hadith Qudsi says, that the heavens and the earth cannot contain Allah. But the heart of a true believer can. Allah is very tangible, brothers. When you perceive Allah, you will feel secure within you. Nothing outside you will affect you or they have the power to affect you. We are freaking out or freaking in. We are becoming affected because we do not know that Allah is here for us right here, right now. We are led astray. Dua, the Prophet of Islam وسلم, said, he said that Dua is the best form of ibadat is the essence of ibadat dua do we know what dua is it's the greatest gift given to humanity once you have iman you can then have dua work for you if you do not have iman dua won't work for you the quran says that the prayers of those without faith is nothing but vain prayers so when your duas are not getting answered you think maybe allah is not there Maybe Allah's punishing me. You think maybe this is all a big fuss. We're just here to act like there is one and all that. You don't know that your dua is not getting answered. Not because Allah is not there. Not because, you know, of, um, you're getting punished. Not because if you suffer in this world, in the next world, you'll be okay. Your duas are not getting answered because you have no iman. And how can you have iman if you have no salam? Salam is necessary first. Peace. Love. The things that you don't learn about in schools. The things that you don't learn about in universities. The things that you don't even learn about sometimes in the ulums. Very sad. Salam. Very important. All the messengers spoke it. All the prof prophets lived it. Salam. If you got salam, you can then move to iman. If you got iman, then your duas will be answered. The Quran says, it's not for you to find a way out of your problems. Not for you. It's for Allah to find a way out of your problems. When Allah prepares a way for you out of your problems, Allah will provide for you from sources unknown and ways unexpected. You'll never know how it's going to work out. You'll never know. But work out it will. Sources unknown, ways unexpected. Like when the Prophet was in the cave with his noble companion outside the Meccans wanted to kill him. They were there. Hazrat Abu Bakr asked to the beloved Prophet says, Is this the end? Is this where we now depart from this world? And the beloved Prophet said, Have no fear for Allah is with us. 
and a spider builds a web on the doorway of the... That's how your du'as get answered. It's sources unknown, ways unexpected. It's not about goal setting that you learn from the motivators out there and finding your own way, using your mind. It's about using your heart. And about having faith and using supplication. The beloved prophet said to us, Dua has the ability to avert misfortune. Problems that are coming your way, Dua can avert it, hardship. The beloved prophet said something even more powerful than that, which is Dua has the ability to change Qadr. Your destiny can be changed through Dua. Dua is the most powerful gift given to us as Muslims. Yet we don't know how to wield it. We don't know how to wield it. We don't. I've now created a double CD for our brothers and sisters across the country called Empowered Supplication. Ashraf Murad's The Science of Supplication. Make dua in a manner that Allah can answer your prayers. Because we don't need anybody. From, you know, even when we look at Palestine, it's a topical issue. We're getting angry. We're getting affected. Is that salam? No. You get angry and affected when you don't have faith in Allah. When you know Allah exists and everything is going to be okay, you go into peace. See? So, we don't know. And we don't know that with Allah, everything is possible. We think with our minds, with our money. That's what the beloved Prophet would say, that there is no change and no transformation except by means of Allah. The beloved Prophet guided us to use Allah as the means to get what we want in our life. Use the means, Allah. Not money, not medicine, not... These things come in after that. First put your faith and trust in Allah, then tie up your camel. The rope has got no real power. The rope does not have more power than Allah. I want you to understand. When you make the rope more important than Allah, when you make the money, when you make the created world, when you make the medicine, the doctor, the human being more important than Allah, you are misled. First is Allah, beyond everything. And when you can recognize and receive His bounties, that He's given you a mind, He's given you the Quran, He's given us the most excellent example, He's given us the ability to experience great joy and delight and satisfaction and fulfillment, spiritual bliss, sensual bliss, even sexual bliss, Allah has given us the opportunity in a halal way. What a gift it has given us. Allah says in the Quran, which of the favors of your Lord do you deny? Which of the favors of your Lord? Allah is free of need and needs nothing from you, brothers and sisters. He created us as a gift for us that we may live and know Him. And in knowing Him, we can recognize the greatness, have a security. The Quran says, For those who associate partners with Allah, there is nothing but neglect and abandonment. When you turn to the created before you turn to the Creator, expect hardship in this world and the hereafter. Because you are in kufr, you are in denial of Allah and you are in shirk, you are looking to things and making them idols and we are destroying ourselves and the generations that are ahead, 30 to 50 years from now, if we travel on this path, is not going to be pleasant. We will not be able to make a return. So with that, I thank you so much, Sheikh Burhanuddin, who's been a great supporter of me here in Cape Town and has given me the platform. This is one of the few mosques that I've repeated coming through. It's been my privilege to be here and to share with you. For those of you who are interested, I do have a double CD available at a reduced rate today. I have a few copies. You can see me after this. If you want me to come to speak to your wives and your sisters and your brothers, I will come no charge. 
while I'm here. I give you the gift of the knowledge to use, to apply. How to pray so that your prayer is answered. Take me up. So far not one. Not one Molana, not one Sheikh, not one community has taken me up. But Allah bears witness that I travel at my expense and I have offered to you and all the other people across South Africa. Islam says knowledge is very important. Seek knowledge. Seek knowledge. The knowledgeable and those that are not knowledgeable are not the same. So I have, Allah is my witness. I am here offering again. I will come and speak to you and your families. No charge. It's up to you. Your future and your family's future is in your hands. Shukran. Assalamu alaikum.